Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn and Piggy podcast. This episode is episode three and I hope you enjoy it. First of all, I want to apologise if the sound quality on this episode is not up to the usual standard. Unfortunately, I came to use my microphone for this um, episode and the wire has broken. So I've just got off a call with Amazon. A new wire is on its way because sadly, for some reason, it's broken and considering I look after my stuff I was very disappointed with that but Amazon customer service at its best as usual and a new lead will be with me tomorrow so yeah so I'm recording this on another microphone which I know is not as good hence the reason I got the microphone in the first place but hopefully this is still easily listenable for you but it is a one-time only the microphone will be back for the next episode. But let's get into this week's episode. As promised, this week is going to be all about guinea pig breeds. Now, there are 13 official breeds um, sort of registered around the world, um, but there are a lot of unofficial ones as well. So I'm going to talk about a few this week. I think the majority of them are the more common, um, as well as some of them maybe aren't as common, but are very topical in terms of the new products that we've launched in Popcorn and Piggy this month, as well as a very surprising discovery I found about one of my own guinea pigs. Okay, so a quick message, if you don't already know, we have a shop, it's called Popcorn and Piggy, where we sell clothing, mugs, planner stickers, any kind of stickers, greeting cards, pea flakes, everything for you, based on guinea pigs or for your guinea pigs so if you haven't already done so go over to www.popcornandpiggy.com to have a shop okay so let's jump straight in guinea pig breeds these are just going to be a small handful like i say there's 13 official we're going to be talking a few today and i'm probably going to do episodes on the others in the future So we're going to start with a Californian or a Himalayan piggy and this is purely because these are the new products added to the shop so I thought it would be a good idea to start with those. So a Californian or Himalayan guinea pig is usually on the lighter side, maybe white or a blonde but there are many different varieties and the difference in a Californian or Himalayan is that usually they have a different colour on their nose, usually a dark brown or black and it matches their ears and paws. So for these, I'm gonna also include some pictures under the podcast um, show notes this week as well. So if you've never seen these breeds, you'll be able to look at those. So again, the links will all be down below to go to the show notes and see these pictures. But they are so very cute. I've never seen one in real life, but I know they are very popular on the Instagram. There are quite a few popular accounts that have them. Um, And so, yeah, that's what we're going to start off with today. So like I said, a Californian usually has black on their nose, feet and ears. And these are often referred to as points. And these points, which I didn't know about this, can actually disappear. Basically, this breed, um, if they're exposed to too much sunlight, these black points can disappear and I would love to know if you have a Californian or Himalayan guinea pig if this has happened to you. If this has go over to Instagram at popcorn and piggy and please DM me and if you have any pictures even better. I when I read this I was so shocked that that could even happen but yeah I'd definitely love to know if this has happened to your piggy. 
Okay, so breed number two is the American short-haired or smooth-haired guinea pig. I think this is probably what people think of most when they think of a guinea pig. It's probably the most common breed. Um, it's the one, like I say, that often you think of. Again, pictures are all on the um, in the show notes. Um, and personality for these pigs is that they are usually have excellent temperament. I would like to know who wrote this uh, online because I've had some piggies that don't have excellent temperaments and have been American short hairs. I'm sure you listening as well know of one or two too. But apparently they usually have excellent temperaments and therefore they get along better with other guinea pigs. Again, I know many examples of where they don't. Um, so they have a smooth, sleek coat. Smooth, sleek coat. Still didn't come out right. <laughs> um, and it's rare to get a shy one. Well, again, I have an example to that. I have Rolo, who, although isn't necessarily completely shy, is still a shy guinea pig. So, yes, obviously these personalities are somewhat generalised. There are always going to be differences to the rule. Um, but the American guinea pig is usually the one that people most think of when they think of guinea pigs. Possibly the next most common breed, um, certainly from what I've seen in the UK it is, um, maybe across the um, around the world it's slightly different, but this, possibly the second most um, common breed is the Abyssinian guinea pig. And this is a short-haired, kind of spiky um, guinea pig that often has those swirls of kind of hair. So um, they'll be tufty, kind of rosettes, um, again, I think in terms of show pigs, there's a certain number of rosettes that makes the breed, but most of us in an everyday or a rescue setting will just see all manner of different rosettes. Some rosettes might be more distinct than others, um, and yeah, they're just generally short-haired and tufty. So this breed are known to be more curious, more bright, they tend to have lots more personality and energy, um, they tend to be naughty and get themselves into trouble. They tend to be fun and loving and apparently many owners find them easy to train and easy to handle because they like attention. Now, in my situation, I've had personally one Abyssinian guinea pig um, myself and you might be going, but Sam, you've had two. I'll come back to that later. That's the shock announcement I have on this podcast episode so I've only had one that was Rocky and he definitely was curious very bright um, even amongst all his health issues he was always fun loving very energetic he loved to run around so that personality in terms of Rocky was very true um, and then I've also had two foster Abyssinians as well um, they were Buzz and Woody, they came from the rescue, and again, they were also very curious, very bright. I would actually say that Buzz was very shy, um, whereas Woody was very um, sure of himself and definitely naughty and like getting into trouble. So again, personalities are all different, but in terms of the three Abyssinians that I've come in contact with, I think that personality breed is very true. Um, so again, let me know. Screenshot this podcast and let me know if your Abyssinian guinea pig matches that personality that I've just read out.
Moving on to the silky or shelty guinea pig and this is especially for Miko um, if you haven't gone over to our YouTube channel recently again the link will be in the show notes um, I did a whole video about the silky and shelty breed because personally if you've listened to episode one of the podcast I think one of their personality traits is that they're grumpy and I've had many discussions on Instagram with other fellow silky owners that think they're their piggies grumpy too um but it's actually not a, an official uh, personality trait according to this but yeah go over to that video if you're interested in learning more about how i think miko is grumpy and also some funny clips he was very poorly behaved for that video but let's talk about the silky and shelty breed they have silky long coats they're very soft and basically all the hair sweeps from the head to the bum and they tend to look from a teardrop from above um, they don't have a parting down the middle and um, that's the Peruvian guinea pig but all the hair literally goes from the head to the bum and they obviously require a lot of grooming because they have long head grooming should be either daily or bi-daily certainly i've noticed that if i don't do it bi-daily and um, that's every other day um miko will get a mat or will just look scruffy so personally for me in terms of miko i try and brush his hair every other day obviously there's a bit of memory in that planners are a great thing for that personally i use my stickers in my planner to mark which days i've groomed miko and which ones haven't it's a lifesaver. Um, but yeah, more about the silky or shouty breed. They are known as the Hollywood movie starlets of the guinea pig world. And I think that's just purely because they're long sweeping hair. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say Miko's a Hollywood movie starlet. He looks like he's just got out of bed sort of with his bed hair. But anyway, um, they tend to have an easy temperament. They tend to be gentle and shy in nature, but extremely affectionate and playful. And I'd agree with that. But again, let me know if your silky or shouty guinea pig matches those personality traits. The next breed is the Cornet, which is very similar to a silky. They have the long hair. It goes all the way from the head to the bum. There's no parting. But a Cornet is slightly different in the sense that they have a large rosette in the middle of their head right between their ears um, and that's almost as we go back to the Abyssinian literally that sort of parting of the hair in kind of a tuft rosette um, circle kind of nature and these guinea pigs again in themselves tend to be playful energetic and affectionate they tend to explore enjoy exploring and again they require lots of grooming so let me know if this fits with your cornet and then one more breed I want to talk about on this um, podcast, which again is kind of my shock of the week. Um, if you go back and listen to episode one, I think even in that episode, I described my other piggy, I have four, I have two Americans, one Silky, and then the fourth, Finn, um, coincidentally named because he had fins on his bum as a baby and to somewhat still now. Um, I just assumed he was an Abyssinian. He's very similar to an Abyssinian. He just maybe doesn't have the traditional rosettes. Now, in my research of guinea pig breeds this week in order to bring you the podcast, I found another breed that I think Finn is. I was in shock. It's a breed I've never heard of. It's a breed that traditionally doesn't necessarily come from the UK, but every picture I found, again, pictures in the show notes, so you can go over and check this breed out and let me know if it looks like Finn, um, matches Finn. I'm in shock. 
So this breed is the Shiba Mini Yak. I know, I'd never heard of it either. But, and it's not an official breed, it's one of these, like I say, that there are other breeds out there that have kind of come up and the official breeds, I think, are more class to the show breeds, which if you sin Finn, like he's not a show pig, like you will go on my Instagram account and hardly ever see a picture of Finn just because he never sits still and you can't get a picture of him. I'm working on it. He will become more more quiet and more sensible in his older age. But yeah, I never have a picture of him. But yeah, not an official breed, but it is one of those unofficial breeds that I'm talking about. So the Sheba Mini Yak is a cross between an Abyssinian and a wombat-faced Peruvian guinea pig. I know, I'd never heard of them. So the fact that I was thinking that Finn was an Abyssinian is not necessarily wrong. Like this breed is a cross between an Abbey and a Peruvian, which makes sense why Finn has the slightly longer hair. But yeah, more about them. The Shiba Miniac have a scruffy coat, which is mid-length and roughly touches the floor at the back and it can drag on the floor, which again, if you know, if I think this was in episode one or two, um, I've been talking about the fact that Finn's hair has been touching the floor and I did in fact have to trim it the other day because he was starting to tread on it. So yeah, so far this is matching him. Um, and they're known as the bad hair day cavi. Like literally that is him. He always looks as if he's woken up in the middle of the night and his hair falls in different positions every day I see him. So I found this breed and was like, oh my goodness. So the hair can also look rumpled, crumpled and tousled, yes. Their face is framed with mutton chops, yes. And they have a habit of chewing on their coat. Now luckily Finn hasn't started doing this yet, but it's making me think, is Finn the one that chewed Miko's bum hair? Because I still haven't found out who that was. So yeah, that was a breed that I knew nothing about and whilst doing the research for this podcast this week, which took me in a completely different direction to where I thought it was going to go, which I love, I love learning, um, I came across this breed and have now discovered I don't have an Abyssinian, I have a Shiba Mini Yak. Oh my goodness. So, like I said, pictures are going to be in the show notes. So if you have a guinea pig that maybe you think looks like an Abyssinian, but maybe doesn't traditionally follow the Abyssinian look, it's worth doing some research to see what other breeds are out there because it might be that yours is one of these unofficial breeds that are kind of somewhat semi-official in terms of they are a breed, they're just not an official breed. So as ever, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Apologies for the sound quality that it probably wasn't up to par. Um, again, that's going to be all changed next episode. We're going to go back to the professional mic. Um, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Let me know, send me a DM on Instagram at Popcorn and Piggy, what breeds of guinea pig you have. I would be so intrigued. And of course, let me know their names too. So that's it for this episode. I'll see you next Thursday for a new episode. Have a fantastic week. Hug your guinea pig from me. Give them a big piggy kiss. And of course, check over there on the shop for the new products, www.popcornandpiggy.com. And we will see you next week for another episode. Bye, guys.